Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. So how do we flip the script? How do we become a more grateful person? Well, to be honest with you, sometimes you just got to practice until it becomes permanent. Yeah, my coach used to say that. Instead of practice to become perfect, he would say whatever you would do over and over will become a permanent part of your life. So if you want to switch, maybe you say, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm not as grateful as I should be. You got to be conscious of it and you got to begin to make that a practice, a habit, something that you do on a daily basis. And all of a sudden you're going to see that if you're busy saying thank you to God, there is no way that you can be busy complaining to God about everything going on wrong in your life. You know, one of the things that I noticed is when I learned to pray without ceasing, what does that mean? That means from the moment I wake up in the morning till I go to bed at night, I'm not talking 10 hours straight, but throughout the day, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you for what you've done. Lord, thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that you just, you just kept me safe in this car when this person just cut me off. And you begin to change your words instead of complaining to words of praise. You watch, your life is going to totally turn around. It's impossible, actually, to have two thoughts at the same time. Now, me as a woman, you, if you're a lady listening, you know what? This whole idea of us being able to multitask, we think we can actually drive a car, feed a baby, text somebody. I mean, do like 10 things at one time and we think we're just super fast thinkers. But the reality is you can only process one thought at a time. You guys heard me say this before. So if you're processing negative thoughts, well, of course, you're going to feel down. It even can make you feel sick and overwhelmed and lonely and just heavy, depressed and unmotivated, if you're busy giving praises to God, then there's no way you can be busy talking about all the bad things happening. So does that mean like, hey, Rosalinda, my life isn't like yours. Everything doesn't go perfect. Well, let me just inform you. That's the biggest lie ever. I deal with all kinds of challenges throughout my day, but it's what I choose to focus on that really makes the difference. It doesn't mean that somebody doesn't cut me off or I don't feel hurt or let down or stabbed in the back. Oh no, those things happen. But I have to choose to praise through my circumstance. And when I do that, that attitude of gratitude, girl, that takes over. I'm telling you like, oh, joy just kind of rushes in your mind and in your brain. You feel better. I don't feel bad at the end of the day. I just begin to praise God through the circumstance. So how do we give gratitude to God? Well, when you think about all that you have in your life, you know, God has really given everything to us. And so God has given us so much. That's why we have to show gratitude towards him. You know, I don't believe that many Christians show enough appreciations toward God for everything that he's done for them. In fact, sometimes we're so busy, like, oh my gosh, you know, going to the Lord with this, you know, kind of heaviness and attitude about what we're dealing with and facing. And just a month ago, he lifted us up out of a pit. 
And if we would just focus on the good thing that God has done for us, the challenge that we're facing today will not seem so difficult. Turn back. I challenge you. Turn back in your mind and just say, Lord, I thank you for last month. I was dealing with those financial situations and you carried me through. Oh, I remember six months ago when I was not feeling well and God, you healed me and lifted me up. If you will begin to thank God for all the things he's taken you through, the challenges that you're feeling today are going to feel much less overwhelming because you know if he did it then, he can do it again. You know, that is exactly how our God is. You know, one of the things I love about God is that he's there and he listens and he's not distracted. If you pray, he hears you. Sometimes you're talking to people and I've been guilty of it of myself. Somebody's talking to me and I'm busy doing 10 other things. But the one thing about God is that you can talk to him and there is nothing more important than hearing from his children. You know, There are 10 ways I want to talk about to show gratitude toward God. One of them is just praying, thanking God throughout the day. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. When you talk to God, then he knows your heart. He knows your needs. God has given us a perfect way to communicate with him and That's prayer. Prayer is direct, clear communication between us and Him. And so what happens when you pray? It's going to strengthen your faith. You know, another thing you can do is practice journaling. You know, Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is a will of God in Christ Jesus. Sometimes I just pull out a journal by my bed, and I go through not just the things I need, but I'm going to write down the things God did for me. Thank you, Lord, that you provided for me. Thank you that you answered this problem that I had. So take time to write these things down because later on, they'll become a memory. You'll open up that journal and you'll be so excited that you were able to um, reflect on the goodness of God. Another thing is studying your Bible. Romans 15, 4 says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. If you're like me, you're looking for hope. Sometimes, gosh, that's just priceless, just having peace in our life. So when I study the word of God, it really deposits hope in my spirit. The third thing is worship. You got to go to church. Look, I know. I know we've got COVID, but I'm going to tell you what. I was in an NBA basketball the other day, and there wasn't a seat that was empty. Get back into the house of God. John 4.23 says, Our cometh, and now is, when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. He wants you to come home and spend time with Him. Another thing that we can do is just glorify God. Lift your hands up. I love lifting my hands up to God. I don't care if I'm by myself in a prayer closet. It's the international sign of surrender. Glorifying God for everything. And when we do this, we make it the foundation for our actions and our words. When we glorify God, oh my goodness, with his mannerisms, he loves it. When we express our thankfulness toward him. Another thing that we can do is serve. 
Well, during this season, goodness gracious, it's a great opportunity to just reach out and love others. John 13, 34 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I've loved you, and that ye also love one another. Ask the Lord to show you a way that you can show other people the love of God. You know, we can also do God's will. The Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. And when we submit to God, we take up our cross, we follow him. And we are focusing on all that he wants for us to do in our lives. But if you would just do his will and not try to press your agenda, you watch what amazing and powerful things will happen in your life. The other thing is sharing with others. You can preach. Oh, I'm not a preacher. Look, God called all of us to share the word of God with people. In Mark 16, 15, it says, He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. People need hope. And the hope that we have is Jesus. So who better to share that good news than you? Song and dance. Flip your radio on to some worship and just begin to praise him. Psalms 149.3 says, Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. Don't tell me you can't sing or carry a note. Because God wouldn't have asked you to make a joyful noise if he didn't think that you could. But when we glorify God, we show gratitude towards him and song, music, and even dance. That's right. You can break out and do your favorite little dance and God's going to love it. Lastly, embrace his love. Just take the gift that he's given you. 1 John 4, 19 says we love him because he first loved us. God loves you, friend. So whatever you're going through, whatever your challenge is, his unconditional love and grace is there for you at no cost. And he has done so much for us. So we have to embrace that love. You know, there's so many beautiful and wonderful ways to give gratitude toward God. Being grateful to God will actually allow you to be humble and show appreciation even to others. You know, when Jesus came to the earth, he did everything according to God's will. And in all of that, he did and said was just to glorify him. So we got to follow Jesus' footsteps and put God first. When God increases, that means we decrease. And so when we show our gratitude and our love to God, our faith is going to build. Joy is going to come into your life. Depression is going to flee. You're going to have a life-changing experience when you learn to be not a complainer, but somebody who says thank you and lives a life of gratitude. I hope this ministered to you today. I have to remind myself that I have to be grateful, even though sometimes I'm facing some challenging situations. But here's what I want you to know is that God loves you. He takes you just the way you are. And if you'll just step out on a faith, just a little seed, that's all you need a seed the size of a mustard seed of faith. He's going to meet you right where you are. So I just want to pray for you today. Lord, I thank you so much for my friends. And I pray that you would help each and every one of us to be grateful no matter the season we're going through. I know you hear us. I know you're with us. You're providing for us. So we just celebrate you, God. And I thank you for your faithfulness and your love embracing us right where we are. Love you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 
And I always want you to remember one thing. When you put your trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.